Hey, everyone. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Off the Bench podcast. I'm glad you guys have joined me today. I want to touch on the headlines just a little bit, but I'm going to end today by reminding you of the importance of studying scripture for yourself. That means you got to know a little bit of hermeneutics and how to study the Bible. We're going to talk about a couple of those things today. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. Well, as you guys are watching the news over the weekend, then you know that uh, the war in the Middle East continues to escalate, and it doesn't show any signs of stopping. I was reading the headlines this morning over at Fox News, and now they're talking about major, major, major uh, increases in gas prices. Uh, the World Bank just sent a, a warning on oil prices if war expands in the Middle East. And uh, frankly, we know that's exactly what's going to happen because the Israeli military now is pushing deeper into Gaza uh, because the IDF is targeting Hamas anti-tank rocket positions. Uh, listen, it's really important uh, to remind everybody because it seems to me that anti-Semitism is on the rise around the world, but particularly I'm seeing it in the United States. I'm seeing pro-Palestinian. I saw a guy the other day uh, with a sign that said, uh, queers for Palestine. Uh, I wonder if someone wants to tell him. <laughs> like, you know, if you take your, your weird queer lifestyle over to uh, Palestine, you're not going to last for 10 seconds over there. So those guys won't put up with it. And it's amazing to me just the amount of vitriol that I'm seeing coming from students in the United States toward the nation of Israel. Listen, you guys, this is a spiritual battle. It is a spiritual battle. This has been raging for thousands of years, and it's going to continue to rage until the end of time, until, until God draws things to a close. And I actually believe that we are coming very, very close to the end times. I'm teaching right now, as many of you know, through the book of Revelation. If you'd like to join me, you can do that by becoming a member at Faith That Speaks, at the Faith That Speaks community. I teach live in Vancouver on Monday nights, and I teach live online on Tuesday afternoons. Uh, we just finished the seal judgments. The, the, uh, it's a, an extraordinary time to study scripture because the Bible is very clear that God has a plan and that plan is going to be executed. And I believe that the church age is drawing to a close. And I think we're going to see uh, coming up here now very quickly, more and more escalations in the Middle East. But I want you guys to be reminded of something that we've talked about on the show before, and I think it's important to review it today. Uh, the United States is in large part being governed by Marxists. And these are Marxism, of course, is a religion in and of itself. It's both a religion and a worldview. And the Marxists have determined that there are only two classes of people. There are the oppressed and the are, then there are the oppressors. And you see the outpouring of support for Hamas, a terrorist organization that is literally inflicting as much damage on its own people, the Palestinians, as it is upon the Israelis, because this is not about protecting the Palestinian people. Hamas does not care about the Palestinians any more than Black Lives Matter cares about black lives. These are political ideologies. Black Lives Matter is pushing, of course, the narrative 
that everyone is a racist, right? Because they're Marxists. So there's one class of people, the oppressed, and the other class, the oppressors. And the Black Lives Matter movement believes that white people are the oppressors, but they don't ultimately care about the black community. They're pushing a political agenda. They're Marxists. They're pushing a political agenda. This is the same thing that's happening right now in the Middle East. We know that uh, Iran which is really just modern day Persia. I mean, you guys look at the history of the Jewish people. Whenever you, whenever uh, people have tried to destroy the Jews, the Jews always come out on top. Hitler's dead, but the Jews are still around. Anybody, we're not even, we're not even talking about that. The, the Babylonians are gone. You can't find a single Babylonian. You can't find a single Assyrian, but you can sure find yourself a Jew. These are God's people. And we uh, when we decide as a nation that we are no longer going to support the nation of Israel, woe to the United States. Woe to the United States. And listen, it doesn't mean that we support every political uh, view of the nation of Israel. We can have our disagreements, but we better all be in agreement as the children of God that if we touch the nation of Israel, God, we, we're not no longer on the side of God. And uh, I was listening this weekend to a message by my friend, Pastor Phil Hopper. I'm going to see if I can get him on the show because he addressed this so beautifully. This war that we see happening, this continuation of a war, this is not against the Palestinian people. And Pastor Phil rightly pointed out, he said that he had several Palestinian families in his church. And he said, many of them, are there some, are there Palestinians in Gaza that, that hate the United States and hate Israel? Yes. But he said, most of those people are peaceful people. They just want to raise their families just like you and me. And Hamas is using them literally as human shields. There's a reason that Hamas is building its infrastructure under schools and hospitals because they don't care one whit about the Palestinian people. And frankly, they don't care about, uh, about getting the land in Israel. This is not about a land dispute. This is about the obliteration, the extermination of an entire group of people. That is what this is about. And you can be pro-Israel and pro-Jew and still be pro-Palestinian. Remember, this is a war. This is radical Islam. This is Islamism that seeks to establish a caliphate. And they want to establish a caliphate in Israel, and they want to come to the United States and establish a caliphate in the United States. We are at war with Satan himself. And the Bible reminds us in Ephesians chapter 6 that we are fighting a flesh and blood enemy. What Hamas did in the nation of Israel in the brutal, brutal murder of innocent civilians is far beyond what we see in just human beings and their depravity. The things that were done over there in the last, I mean, if you haven't had a chance, you guys, I encourage you, look it up. It's horrifying. This is demonic. This is the spirit of the age. This man who just walked into uh, several different locations in near Portland, Maine, and murdered, what, at the at last count, at least 18 people, said he was hearing voices in his head. This is demonic. And as the nation moves farther and farther, and as the world uh, moves closer, rather, to the return of the Lord, I think we're going to see this kind of thing heat up, because this is a spiritual battle. Paul in Ephesians 6 said, Finally, my brothers, be strong in the Lord 
and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God. Why? So that you would be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we don't wrestle against a flesh and blood enemy, but against principalities, against powers, principalities being the, basically the army that's been set up in heaven. God has an army, and Satan also has an army. And this is a spiritual battle, and it's about to culminate. It's about Things are about to get a whole lot more intense than they are even now. So we're not fighting against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against the rulers of this dark age, against spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God so that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. We have got to be, as Christians, very keenly aware of what is happening in the spiritual world. Our senses should be heightened to what's going on in the spiritual realms. We should be on our knees before the Lord. The Bible teaches us that the only thing that will stave off judgment is repentance. It's one of the things I've been teaching on over at Faith That Speaks in my women's ministry. And the United States, as I said to you guys last week, has a lot to atone for, a lot to repent of. And I still, I, I, don't, uh, I don't think we're anywhere near seeing what we need to see. But as God's people, we need to be committed to studying the Word of God, to knowing it. The Apostle Paul said to study to show yourselves an approved workman who doesn't need to be ashamed, but who rightly handles the Word of truth. In other words, you can rightly uh, study it and then apply it. And to do that, you need to know how to study the Bible. There's an area of study called hermeneutics, which is basically the, a branch of, the, the, of, of studying the word that deals with the interpretation of scripture, especially that of the Bible uh, or of uh, literary texts. But a long time ago when I was studying uh, K. Arthur's materials, and we did this in Multnomah too. Uh, I told you guys I used to go to Multnomah School of the Bible long, long time ago when dinosaurs roamed the earth. <laughs> and we were taught that we should always let Scripture interpret Scripture. And so what does that mean? I'm getting ready uh, over at Faith That Speaks to go through Revelation chapter 11. And I'm going to read through it really carefully because uh, this is where the four viewpoints, the different uh, eschatological views of Revelation really show their differences. And I don't know that there's a more controversial chapter in the entire Bible. And it reminds me that as I teach the Word and as you teach it to your children and as you study the Bible for yourself, we should be doing it with a heart that says, God, show me what is really happening. It's the same thing when we look at what's going on in the Middle East. We should be crying out to the Lord, God, show me, help me understand what is happening so that I know how to pray, so that I know how to speak, so that I know how to uh, talk to my children and to my neighbors about what's going on in the Middle East. We need to come before the Lord and say, Lord, teach me how to study your word. So we want to learn as we study the Bible, men and women, to learn uh, to allow scripture to interpret 
scripture. That means we don't get to inject our own personal opinion. It means we don't inject figurative meanings. As much as is possible, we allow a literal interpretation of the Bible. When God says that he created the world in seven days, guess what? I believe him. I believe him. When the Bible says that Jesus fed 5,000, I believe him. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today's program is being sponsored in part by MyPillow. You guys, I love this company, and right now they are having a mattress sale. Listen, I have a MyPillow mattress, and I love it, and right now their complete mattress system is on sale for 50% off when you use the promo code HEIDI. Uh, The mattresses come in coil and foam in a wide range of sizes from twin to split king, and they carry a 10-year warranty with a six-month money-back guarantee. Call 1-800-447-0541 or visit MyPillow.com and just use the promo code Heidi to save 50% at checkout off the complete mattress sleep system. This deal is not going to last long. Enter promo code Heidi to save 50% today. When the Bible tells us something, we want to take it uh, as literally as possible, as often as possible. We don't want to add or subtract words from the Bible. We don't want to add or subtract phrases. We don't want to take passages out of context. And what that simply means is that when you read a passage in scripture, before you just assume that you know what you're talking about, you want to go back and read the entire passage so that you can make sure you understand who the author was talking to, what was happening at the time that that passage was written, what happened after uh, the verse that you're stuttering, what happened before it. It changes the meaning of the text when we understand the text in context. And when I was in school, they used to tell us that context was king. I've had a lot of you writing in and asking about word studies uh, in in the Bible. If you've never had an opportunity to do that, it's just a phenomenal way to to go through the Bible, this, this process we called word mapping, or verse mapping, rather. When I was in school, we called it inductive Bible study. So to me, this is just a sort of revamping of an old way to study the Bible. But we we write down the verse that we want to study, and then we get ready to ink it up, right? So we want to define the keywords that are there. We want to note uh, if there's any um, relevant translation options, different uh, translations that we can look at. We look up keywords in the Greek or the Hebrew lexicons to understand what the original intent was of those particular words. And then we figure out the context. Who wrote it? Who was the audience? When was it written? How was it written? Was it written in a literary style? Was it written in a poetic style? There's so many important ways that we can study the Bible. But Hermeneutics 101 gives us a framework for studying Scripture. So and this is important whether you're just you know, reading the Bible for yourself or whether you're teaching a Bible study or whether you're trying to teach the Bible to your children. There are ways that we can study God's Word that will lead us to a conclusion that is biblical. And the very first thing is always to let Scripture interpret Scripture. So in other words, we want to go and make sure 
that the meaning of the word, the phrase, the sentence is derived from context. We always go back to the Bible. If you see a reference to something, we're going to get out our concordance and we're going to say, Did, was this mentioned anywhere else in scripture? It's amazing. And I we're seeing this again as I'm taking women through the book of Revelation again. We're seeing how so many words and phrases in the book of Revelation are repeated in Ezekiel, are repeated in Daniel. Sometimes even in the Psalms, we can see references to God and you start to get a, a better picture of who God is. We want to interpret the scriptures knowing that the goal is not to discover hidden secret truths uh, or to be unique in our interpretation of scripture. Uh, We want to interpret the scriptures literally unless we have a good reason to believe that they are figurative. Uh, Do not interpret scripture in light of personal experience. We want to interpret experience rather in the light of scripture. So as believers, we take everything that's happening. You guys study the history of the Jewish people. If you want to understand what's happening in the Middle East right now, open up your Bible and find out. Open up your Bible. See what God says about the, the, the children of Israel. There's a theological interpretation of Israel right now called replacement theory. And these people believe that because the Jews rejected their Messiah, because they they walked away from him, because they crucified him, that God said, I'm done with the Jews, uh, and turned his attention to the Gentiles. But when God made a covenant with the Jewish people, he said it was an everlasting covenant. Men and women, what does everlasting mean? It means it's everlasting. So replacement theologians have a really hard time understanding why the Jews are even still here. But God said, that he would turn his attention again to the Jews at the end of the church age, and that's exactly what's going to happen. Prophecy after prophecy after prophecy has already been fulfilled in the Bible. Many of the prophecies that we're talking about right now in relationship to to what's currently happening, current events, stems from the line of Jesus. Satan hates the Jews, and he is using Iran, right now, and Hamas. But before that, it was the Assyrians. It's been the Germans. It's been the Babylonians. Satan hates the Jews. In Matthew chapter 2, we read that Herod, after uh, learning that there could be a king that was born that could potentially threaten his reign someday, Herod had all the Jewish baby boys killed in Bethlehem. Satan has been after Jesus by trying to stamp out the Jews. Why? Because through the Jews, Jesus came. Satan hates the Jews. This is not about a land dispute. This is a spiritual battle that's unfolding right now in heavenly places. And we need to pray for the men and women that are living through this nightmare in the Middle East right now. But I I do think things are going to get more difficult. I mean, you guys, for goodness sake, I mean, I, I do not understand what is happening on our southern border, why the people who are supposed to protect this country have have, uh, intentionally opened us up to invasion. It's it's beyond me. I can only think that it's demonic. The United States is not mentioned, by the way, in in, uh, prophecy. I mean, if we're even still here, we are a non-player. We will not be a superpower when all these things unfold. But I'm going to encourage you today, when you read the Bible, study it with seriousness, Ask the Lord to open open your your heart and your mind. Interpret the scriptures, uh, keeping in mind that we live under the new covenant that was instituted by Jesus, not the old covenant that God gave to Israel in the Old Testament. We're living in extraordinary times right now, and I'd I'd encourage you, you guys, study 
revelation with me. If you're not already doing it, this is a great time to do it. I'm moving on this week to the to the uh, trumpet judgments. So this is a time of extreme uh, wrath that's poured out on the earth. And I'm telling you, you cannot make this stuff up. If you've never read through the book of Revelation, it is an extraordinary look into things that are going to be coming uh, to the world before Christ returns in the second coming. And we're studying it and uh, having a great time. And I would, I'd encourage you because to me, it's an, it's encouraging to study because God's saying, I have a plan. My plan is going to be fulfilled and I see what's happening and God is not going to put up with it forever. A reckoning is coming. In the meantime, I want to encourage you to pray for the innocent lives that are inevitably going to be lost as this conflict continues. This is not a war against the innocent Palestinian people. This is a war that Hamas started and Hezbollah is going to get into that's funded by Iran. And unfortunately, the United States has been given money to Iran. I'm billions of dollars have pulled it, poured into that part of the world with the idea that the people who are living in the Gaza Strip would have a better infrastructure, a better electrical grid, better, better hospitals, better schools. But Hamas, which by the way, at least three, two or three of the leaders of Hamas are the richest people on the face of the earth. Look it up. The money that's been given to them is not going to make the lives of the Palestinian people better. They hate the Palestinian people. This is not about the Palestinian people and a little bit of land. This little, this little bit of real estate, the most hotly contested piece of real estate on the planet and has been for a very long time, this is about the extermination of the Jews. It is not unlike what Hitler attempted to do in the Holocaust. And we're seeing it again. I saw a man standing out in front of Harvard yesterday yelling anti-Semitic things to his classmates at Harvard University. No one stopped him. And he was saying how he loved Hamas and how he prayed for their success. These are very dangerous and perilous times, not only in the Middle East, but here in the United States as well, as we have allowed this extremism to fester and grow in our universities. And I think we're going to start to see now that that is going to play out in a way that is absolutely devastating. So we need to, we need to know our Bibles. We need to know how to study your Bible. Open your Bible and study it. The Bible says that the one who trusts the Lord will, be have, will have the peace of God, which passes all understanding that can reign in us because we know the Lord. The Bible says that when the wicked are in power, the, the, the righteous groan. The Bible says the world is groaning under the weight of sin, and we've, we're seeing that now every single day in every passing headline, and yet Jesus would say, peace be still. It's not a reason for us to bury our head in the sand. We absolutely need to know what's going on, but God wants us to be aware and not to be uninformed about what's happening. Hope you guys will join me at Faith That Speaks at that community there. And uh, as we move into studying the bowl judgment, so we've done the seal judgments. Right now I'm going through the trumpet judgments, and we're going to move into the bowl judgments, probably the most terrifying of all of them. As the timeline for the end of all things begins to unfold in Scripture. So I hope you guys will join me for that. And uh, also, I'm going to be filling in. This is some exciting news. On Thursday, if you're living in this neck of the woods, I'll be filling in at a KPDQ FM for my friend Georgine Rice for her show. And you can hear that on Thursday. 
we'll be doing some live radio there. Looking forward to that. I want to encourage you to mark your calendars, you guys. I'm very excited about this because we are going to be hosting Laugh Your Way to a Better Marriage right here at Firmly Planted Family on February the 17th, the 16th and 17th, that Friday night and Saturday. So hold it on your calendars. We'll have a registration link for you pretty soon. And uh, you guys are not going to want to miss it. We've got we've partnered with the Hampton Inn to get you a fantastic rate on a room over there. Those guys, it's a brand new hotel. They have a saltwater pool. Come out here and uh, you can see Firmly Planted Family tour the Homeschool Resource Center and absolutely get encouraged as we host Laugh Your Way to a Better Marriage on February the 17th. Also coming up in November... My friend, Pastor Rob McCoy, is going to be speaking here at uh, 7 o'clock on Saturday the 18th, and you can get your ticket reserved by going to firmlyplantedaction.org. All right, you guys, that's all I've got time for today. Thank you so much for listening. I'd love to hear from you. If you want to reach out to me, the way to do that is to go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday. Leave your comments and your questions and your show ideas, and we will get back to you. If you want to subscribe and become a supporter of the show financially, the best way to do that is to subscribe at Spotify. We greatly appreciate that. Or you can leave donations at HeidiStJohn.com. For more information on our ministry, go to FriendlyPlantedFamily.org, and uh, we would love to hear from you there as well. Have a great day, everybody. Love your people. Well, listen, don't live in fear. The Lord is in control, and He sees everything that's going on loves you. Have a great afternoon. I'll see you right back here again tomorrow at the intersection of faith.